hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. This is Lisa. And welcome to Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. And I don't even have a class. It's over there. It's empty. Why is it over there? It's empty. <laughs> oh, that's sad. It is. I flick my glass and you get on direction. <laughs> so sorry. So anyway, but uh, welcome. welcome. Yes, welcome. So we are recording here on a Sunday night. We are... Uh, Got to review a movie that's actually new today. I know it's in theaters. It is in theaters. It just opened on Friday. I feel like so cutting edge right now. Yeah, guys, guys we're so on top. So we're going to try to get this one out kind of on a fast turnaround. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can pull that off. Um, but how's your week going? Um, good. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, you were going to travel this coming week, but thanks to coronavirus, you're not. God bless the coronavirus. So I mean. Yeah, I'm not excited about... I'm really not. The fatalities yeah. kind of make it a little... Yeah, like I'm not excited about global pandemic, but I'm glad you get to be yeah. home. Yeah, I was supposed to be at a conference for medical IT people, and they figured putting 45,000 of us in the same room was going to be a really bad plan if, like, the Tuesday after we left, somebody tested positive, and then we mm-hmm. all had to be on a mandatory two-week lockdown. Right, those are important people who probably shouldn't be on lockdown. I mean, I'm not one of the important people, but there uh, are important other people, people there yes. that I was going to try to sell stuff to. So, right, right. Yeah, I get it. It was probably the right call in the long run. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, but it means that you get to be home for our oldest son's birthday and mm-hmm, his play mm-hmm. um, that I heard this week. So that's good. Well, and also beyond that is just the logistics that... Yeah, you being out of town is a real pain in my ass. It really is. Like, I mean, and you being out of town is a pain in my ass. But, right. like, this week was going to be especially ass painy <laughs> because of all of the... Yeah, just the logistics of, like, not only do we have scouts, but we also have play practice and the play and other stuff. So, yeah, just looking at the calendar, if I wasn't home, you were going to spend, like, three hours in this house between Monday and Thursday. I mean, yeah, I still probably will. I mean, you probably will, but at the same time... I'll, like, just, I'll have support. You'll have some air, air cover there, and mm-hmm. that should help. And just someone to be like, I'm getting dinner ready mm-hmm. while you do your thing. Right, while you keep the children alive. And then I will, you know, sit, you know, I will take the younger two to church while you take the eldest to his his play. play. And so just the logistics of that is mind-numbingly better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And so it'll be good that I'm here, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm net positive on our family. I'm always glad when you're here. (laughs) I'm always glad that I'm here, too. Also, it's just a whole nightmare, but... Mm -hmm. Gotta figure out, like, this week is going to be spent, like, trying to get refunds on stuff. Ugh. And they'll be like, sorry, it's not our fault there's a global pandemic. And you're like, well, I mean, it's not, but also. <laughs> it's also not my fault. So, yeah. Well, my my big, my big thing is going to be just basically turning an expense report in my receipts and being like, good luck, company. Yeah, you figure this out. You figure this, this was out. all for you. If it comes, if a check comes to me in my name or has a refund on it, I will let you know, and yeah. you can 
you know, we'll go from there, but we'll work things out later. But for now, I'm not eating the cost of all of this. 100% so, stuff. Yeah, so we should do that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's our week. That's been our week. Our week is. Yeah, it's good. It was fine. It was just a week. I but... am doing costuming for a, like of children's play. It's so fucking fun. Like nothing in my life is fun, and this if is fun. If anyone out there is hiring a, f- a... I'm fun. <laughs> I, this is fun. I mean, yes, this is so, fun. So I'm I'm glad you enjoy, enjoy it. it. And I know it's like dumb, but it's fun. I like you it. You were painting saddle shoes. I was. You take like little. Like cheap kids. Cheap, yeah, like not kids, because kids are actually very quite pricey for being uh, canvas shoes. But you take little cheapy canvas shoes and you paint them with black paint to make them look like saddle shoes. Yep. So all of you poor kids in the 50s. So I did that. That's how you cover that. I mean, no. Or for your Sandra D cosplay out there. Right. Mostly just for costuming. Not like mm-hmm. you would never do this in real life. Somebody did. I mean, sure. But anyway... So you're doing that, and that's been fine. But mm-hmm. we also, you know, we had our eldest. His birthday is tomorrow. Yes. And so we kind of said, hey, you get to pick what you want to do on Saturday because we're not throwing, like, a family party anymore because he's old enough. Right. He he's, doesn't... like, old. He, like, I want, like, kind of one friend to go to a local amusement park. And I'm like, sounds great. Sounds great. Uh, sign me up. So we're mm-hmm. going to do that later uh, when the park is actually when open. When the park is open. Because right now it would be weird. But he, uh, he got to pick what we do on Saturday. Yeah, what we did this weekend. So we opened the present, and then he picked Go to a Movie. Go to a Movie. Which was great. We had a gift card from another thing, and so we are like, yeah, sure, yeah. let's do it. And so we went, and mm-hmm. we saw Onward. Okay, first of all, you were always very like, we have to get to the movie theater on time. And I was like, bitch, do you know how long all of the, like... Pre 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 movie stuff is. So I'm sitting beside our youngest two, and they just keep leaning over me and going, "When is the movie starting?" I'm like, "It started like according to my watch, eight minutes ago. It started according to my watch, fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> it started according to my watch, twenty four minutes ago. It right. was a full half at least at least half an hour. hour. Yeah, and so my kids are like, "Why?" Are we watching commercials for movies that we're not even going to see? <laughs> like... I know, right? And it's just, it's ridiculous, people. And our daughter was basically like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, she was so done. But she was eating Junior Mints. And... But yeah, um, I a very unapologetic giant purse of snacks. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll put the purse of snacks on our Instagram. <laughs> I could probably do that. Just the, like, yeah, unapologetic Un- Unapologetic uh, movie theater purse, guys. And so we were well armed. We went in with snacks and beverages and link sausages and mm-hmm. I had slim jims. I had uh, sausage like so, like more natural sausage links. <laughs> which from is, Aldi? They're not from Aldi. Oh, they're, not? they're like fancy expensive ones, which is why they got them for Christmas. <laughs> uh, okay. I thought they were from Aldi. But they also had slim jims. And then they had uh like some bugles and some movie theater box candy. Yep. And, and so, uh, yeah, like a real, like, a real gamut. You know, again, pro tip, buy your box candy at the dollar store where it is a dollar, a dollar as opposed to the movie theater where it is a $5. Right. Like, right. what the fuck, movie gougers? Ooh, yes. 
It's just rough. Popcorn is always your best bet at a movie. If you're going to spend money on something, buy a giant fucking box of popcorn. Because it's like $8. <laughs> it's enough to feed so like 17 people. I did find out our, our local Regal, you buy a popcorn and they give you a free, a small popcorn gives you a free refill and you can get complimentary like mm-hmm. um, boats, like little, little trays. trays. And so he's like, and like the guy that was scanning our tickets like, so what you do is you get your popcorn. You dump it in. You got a bunch of trays and dump it in. They come out immediately and get a refill. Mm-hmm, yeah, for the family size popcorn family, or whatever. And you've got a double small popcorn mm-hmm. for the price of a small popcorn. And I'm like, that might be a tip for later. Like, right, right. Note to self. I think it was like at the family size popcorn or whatever. There was like the biggest size. Maybe had free refills. No, no. He said it was the smallest. Really? So I don't remember. That might work. So yeah, I was like, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, I could maybe make that work for. You know, like maybe next time we'll buy eight dollars worth of popcorn. I had to. We had a gift card, so I had to join the Regal Movie Rewards Club to redeem gift card. So now I have that. So now maybe they'll send you like, hey, twenty five percent off of popcorn. Yeah, or like redeem movie award points for it. And I'm like, oh, that's sure, sure, whatever. I don't see enough movies to really merit it. Yes, but there was uh so many, so many, so many, and uh, this being a kids movie, it was not like. The big gambit of whatever. Like, <laughs> there was almost every movie. Uh, our daughter was like, that seems boring. Yes. <laughs> like, that looks boring. She has a very high <laughs> threshold for movies, I think. She's like, oh, that seems okay. And then she's like, that looks boring. <laughs> yeah. Granted, she thought this one looked boring, too. So I mean, maybe. It was fine. But she watched it. But so. she watched it. So this movie uh, is a Pixar film. It is a Pixar film. Uh, which is... Usually a pretty good mark of yeah. Quality. It's usually it's usually a high bar. Although they did do good dinosaur, and, and that was a shit show. And Cars three, two, both terrible. Two is worse. I <laughs> two will say two is so much worse. So like not it's not a it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Um, I did check the box office. It is looking like it's tracking to be the worst opening for a Pixar film mm-hmm. ever. Oh. So, uh, that's unfortunate. I do kind of blame the current atmosphere of not wanting to go in public. Stupid virus killing this movie. It also opened in, like, China this weekend, which means it didn't open in China this right, weekend. Right, right. Like, it's box all, it's on pause. It's kind of low, as is most... Like, I get it. You probably... It's Well, the, uh, like, James Bond movie was supposed to open in, like, two weeks or three weeks. And it's like, never mind. It'll be November. Yeah. Because just, they don't want to deal with uh Yeah, hopefully it you know, kind of sorts itself out. And if it doesn't, then we'll just release it well, digitally. Or yeah, something. we'll all be dead. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. All right. <laughs> it's a different movie. But um, this this movie was good. It was really actually pretty good. I uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it has the premise mm-hmm. that uh magical magic creatures uh just got lazy and magic was too hard and like smartphones were easier and like yeah. they have all the modern conveniences so they just like don't use magic because magic is unwieldy and tricky and only certain people can use it but you know like anybody can flip anybody on a light bulb. anybody can flip on a light bulb and so like fuck magic yeah, it, like, the credit it's, scene, it's, like... It's kind of douchebaggy. Yeah, like, the opening credits was, like, these wizards walking around doing magic and fireworks and, like, slaying dragons and doing cool stuff. And then, like, they were just, like, light heart fi- hearth fires walking through town, just lighting fires for people as mm-hmm. they go by. And then they come up on, like, 
this guy with a light bulb flipping it on and off and everybody's like dude we don't need the wizards anymore like we can take this in our own hand yeah that's pretty cool like we don't have to wait for the wizard to come by and light our fire we can Mm -hmm. just right we don't have to bother the wizard (laughs) and it's so much easier than magic and like only certain people can be wizards so like Mm -hmm. whatever great yeah and so what ends up happening is they go um a couple hundred years in the future Mm -hmm. and it's a very modern town. Like Yeah, it's, it's just like suburbia. Yeah, it's just, it's mushroom... Mushroomton? Mushroomton. All their houses are shaped like mushrooms. They have, like, cute little, like, polka dotty roofs. Think, like, suburban Smurfs. Like, suburban Smurfs. And... Uh, but, like, all their downtown buildings are all modern. Like, the high school's modern. It doesn't look like a mushroom. No. The, like, town hall is modern. Like... I don't know. I don't, there's still... not really a really consistent uh, art direction, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, but in this in this land, like uh, all these magical creatures are just living their regular lives. They're like accountants and, uh, and... unicorns are pretty much just like uh, raccoons. raccoons. They're just like fucking trash pandas <laughs> in every in everybody's stuff. It's great. <laughs> They're like all mangy and like right. They dirty. look they look fucking gross. <laughs> great i love it um and and so we meet our like core characters right uh one is ian ian is, is just turning 16 turning 16 today and he is super socially awkward which in the pixar movies like there's always a every day such and such happens and then one day something different happens right and in this day the different thing is he's turning 16 right He's got a brother. He's a brother who's like mm, college aged ish. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't go to college though because he's a slacker. He's a uh, super. And he, the brother, is super into this. What is very clearly a Dungeons and Dragons equivalent in this universe. Yeah, but for them, it's like historical role playing. It's like if you were pl- like. If there was an RPG based on the Civil War. Right, which there is. That, they're 100%. That, that's a different... That's a different <laughs> I mean, I don't play that game, but I've I could. Seen that, I've, I've played an RPG based on... Um, World War Two. Pirates. Sure. I have seen World War Two. They have that depth. Historically accurate pirates where everybody dies. No, no. Like... <laughs> God, and that would be boring. And zero people say ARG, and like most of the time, the like, Navy wins. <laughs> one time the number one just killer one of time pirate, the number one killer of pirates is scurvy yes like it, eat you, some fucking oranges guys you haven't seen another ship in months like mm-hmm. no no it's not that it was all you know cannons and swashbuckling and right. buckles being swashed and right all the all the swashbuckling and but yeah yeah but this is but barley the older brother his name is barley his name is barley okay there i don't know it's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember his name. Yeah. That's how uh, well it was imprint- imprinted in my mind. Well, he never really, like, uses his name. He always mm-hmm. is just kind of, like, his brother doesn't need to call him by name often. Right. They're just, they're just the two of them that they're are just, talking most yeah. of the time. The ma- vast majority of this film is just two people talking. It's right. really pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty... Pretty whatever. tight. So he's going downstairs, and his mom's there, and is like, hey, happy birthday. And there's this whole gag of him, like, trying to make food and just utterly failing at it. Well, because the dog eats it. Well, the dog is their dragon. The dog their, is a dragon, Their yes. dragon dog eats it. Their brother eats it. Somebody drops it on the floor. There's something else happens. Like, and he's like, fuck this. I'm just going to get food on my way to school. Yeah. 
And so he swings by the like local burger sire. Oh, also he's wearing his dad's sweatshirt. Yeah. And they're like, work. hey, you're wearing your dad's sweatshirt. He's like, yeah, it fits. And uh, his brother like uh, pulls at something happens and it pulls at a seam yeah. and it like comes apart at the seam. And he's like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And uh, his mom's like, also that tonight, like, don't worry about it, you know. And so he goes to uh, the local. Burger sire, yeah. Yeah, burger sire. Because, you know. <laughs> burger King was copyrighted. It's, it's exactly like suburbia. It's just some things are written in like old tiny letters. <laughs> yeah, like things are definitely, there's kind of a weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird like theme park vibe. It really does feel like somebody's like D&D campaign that's just set in the suburbs. Right. But like there's still orcs and elves and pixies. But, but and they have to like flip dwarves. burgers and like, like go yeah. to college and you, yeah, know, you know like there's a community college here accountants. in the local instead of like a wizard's academy. It's right. Just, right. You know we've eh, we've just grown up. You know yeah. we've grown away from the magic part. Right. Um. So he meets a friend of his dad's. Yeah. He, so he's wearing his dad's sweatshirt and mm-hmm. was like oh, do you go to this college? And he was like, oh, no, this sweatshirt is my dad's. And he sees, like, the um, insignia, like, the last name. And he was like, oh, Lightfoot? And he was like, yeah, uh, that's me. And he was like, I knew your dad. He was, like, a real great guy. Mm-hmm. I, I was really sad to hear about when he died. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, so there's some real awkward exposition <laughs> happens between a literal fucking stranger yeah. and like yeah he was real cool like i'm sorry he died i'm sorry he died <laughs> ian's like i'm sorry too <laughs> we still really don't know how he died like that's kind of big but yeah he got sick and died he got sick and died um but he um so ian then goes to school and his his goal is he's gonna invite some kids that he knows they're not the cool kids they're just like the science dorks which i totally relate to right them. like they're like in his computer club or something yeah he's gonna invite them to his birthday party to come over and have cake he's like you want to just like come and hang out and like it'll be chill whatever yeah and um he is super socially awkward and kind of fails at that right so he's in, he's actually doing fine he's in the middle of asking them to come over that's true he's done it and okay. Uh, they're like, yeah, sure, we don't have any plans tonight. And then his brother comes to pick him up. And In the most, like... Yes. It is a it a beat-up old man. Yeah. It has a fucking unicorn. Painted on the side. Okay. No, it's a Pegasus. Oh, it's a Pegasus? Because it's got wings and it doesn't have a horn. Because remember, unicorns are, like, that would be like... Painting a majestic raccoon right? on the side. Wouldn't it be amazing if you saw, like, an old hippie van with, like, a fucking, like, badass raccoon? <laughs> Just, like, a raccoon warrior on the side. Anyone... What would you think about that person? <laughs> I would have many thoughts about that person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want that now really bad. But, yeah, right? it's a Pegasus. Right. Uh, and he pulls up and embarrasses Ian in front of his his friends right and, right and he's like oh never mind like uh, like never mind no. there's no party go away <laughs> like, i'm gonna disappear now and fade away and so uh him and barley go back home mm-hmm. and he's like i'm so embarrassed i'm so angry and like he's super upset and just like you know you can like he's so annoyed that he's like almost like vibrating and like mm-hmm. needs to do something and barley's like what i'm Awesome. Like, I did an awesome thing. I'm real thing. fucking cool. Like, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can here. I'm trying to figure this shit out. Like, right. And his mom's like, okay. So did you pick up? Okay. So voice talent sidebar. Okay. Voice talent sidebar. 
Ian is voiced by... Tom Holland. Yep. And uh, Barley, the brother, is... It's Chris Pratt. Who, I would watch those two people in any fucking thing. Literally like, anything. truly, they're great. Uh, the mom, did you catch who the mom was? Uh, no. It's Julie Louise Dreyfus. Oh, how is she doing? She is apparently voice acting... That's cool. elf in a Pixar film. So good for her. That's she's, good. Yeah, she's, I, I think she's doing okay. She had a little cancer thing earlier. I mean, yes, she did have a little cancer. She's still cancer. with us, so that's good. I don't... I could have researched this in little. I mean, I don't research anything on this podcast, so it's fine. And then um, we're going to meet Octavia Spencer later, who's Tr- fantastic. Oscar-winning Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Spencer is in this film, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Well, I mean, Julie Release Dreyfus has like a show has full mu- of multiple, too. multiple Emmys, but uh, Chris Pratt does not. <laughs> um, not that he's bitter. No, but he's he's good. Um, so anyway, but their mom, Julie Louise Dreyfus, mm-hmm. um, when she kind of sees her son upset, she's like, listen, okay, like, you well, can see her go he to, goes, like, he B. goes to his room, yeah. and he listens to, like, a literal cassette tape. Okay, so even though this wizard magical realm, mm-hmm. they have evolved all the same technology as humans. Kind of. I, it seems that they may have kind of stalled out in the early 90s. Maybe. But at the they same have time, smartphones. I guess they do have smartphones. It's just that, like, when this guy's dad died, that's what—that's the technology they had, which is cassette. Tapes. Which is a cassette tape. So he has a cassette tape of his dad like fucking around <laughs> and accidentally recording and some, um, like, just snippets of conversation. Yeah, which he then kind of is able to fill in the blanks for. And have a conversation with his dad, which mm-hmm. is something he had never had because his dad died. His dad died like before he was born. Just right before he was born. And so it's a real kind of almost like heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. Like, you hear this like 16 year old boy being like, I want to tell you about my life, but I can't. Right. Because all I have is this one tape of your voice. This is based on a true event. Oh my God. So the guy that wrote this is um, his name is uh, Dan Scanyon. Mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that right, but um, he wrote this based on the fact that he and his brother, he was one and his brother was three when their dad died. Right. And the only thing he really had from his dad that he could kind of connect with was this tape that somebody had given him later in life. Mm-hmm. And so this is as much kind of their story. Right. As it is, like, that's where the grounding in reality is. And I'm just like, oh, my freaking gosh. Yes. Because, like, now I think of the two, like, the two Scanyan brothers, like, mm-hmm. going to see this movie. And, like, they would both just be bawling just their be like, eyes yeah, losing, out together. Losing their minds. Um, Because this is such a heart-wrenching but good heart wrenching. I mean, but emotionally manipulative. It is like super very, very emotionally manipulative. <laughs> so he listens to his tape, and then he kind of comes downstairs, and he, you can tell he's just funked out. Like yeah. he just is not. It's his birthday, but like he's had a rough birthday, and so his mom's like, "You know what? I got this thing. Your dad gave it to me to give you when you were both sixteen, when you both came of age. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back." Sidebar. Yeah. Why is 16 coming of age in all Disney slash Pixar movies? Why is 16 magical? Why not 18? Why not 15? Why 16? 
but daddy, I'm 16. I'm a <laughs> like I'm 16 going on 17. Right. Like no. why 16? What is magical about 16? I don't know. But it's consistently magical. It is. The little mermaid was 16. Yeah. She has a whole thing about it. Merida? <laughs> I don't know how old Merida was. Merida might have been like 14. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how old Merida was, but like every Disney princess is like 16. I guess. And so Ian. None of them are of age. None of them can vote. None of them can drink. None of them can like be a grown up. But yet here we are. But yet here we are. So his mom goes up to the attic to get this thing. Right. And it's, She's like, I don't even know what it was. <laughs> like, like, cool. Like, uh, I get that. Like, maybe she just was like, I'm not going to deal with this right now. I'm going right, to put it away. Right. And then, as the years go by, it just becomes okay. this thing. So, unfortunately, I know a lot of people whose loved ones have died of cancer. Yes. It makes you fucking crazy. Yeah, indeed. Like, you do some crazy, crazy shit when you're in the middle of cancer. Right. And so, I don't know that I, like, if you, you would, died, and, like, right before you died, you, like, set up this present for yeah. our children, and was like, don't give this to them for another ten years. I would not trust you in your crazy cancer enough yeah. to be like, sight unseen, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. No. Because, like... I would open that thing the fuck up and know what it was, and know what I was getting myself into... Before and be able I, to facilitate I whatever's be, happening. Yeah, and be able to facilitate whatever's happening, to, like, before I just dumped this on my children. Right. Because, the, I mean, that is important. Because, I mean, you, you're like, this will be a really good gesture for the children I know now. But, like, the children 15 years from now, mm-hmm. who maybe have done certain things to deal with it and are coping in their ways... Right. This may be a real. This might setback. spiral. This might spiral them like all the way back. And honestly, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen here, <laughs> because the thing that they open is a fucking magic wand. It's like Gandalf's magic staff. It's it, it looks very old school. And it's got a phoenix gem, which is going to be the MacGuffin of the story. Right. And he's like, hey, it used to be the magic was everywhere and everyone kind of forgot about it. But I'm kind of, I'm hoping that you guys still have some magic in you. So I wrote this spell. That, that you can use. That you can use and it'll bring me back for 24 hours and we can like have some have time. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see the bed that you became. Right. And I'm like, first off, bold bet, you know. <laughs> You might like drop into some very embarrassing moments. You'd be like, I mean, really, but like, they, but they're the ones who are going to cast it. So like, yeah, I guess you would think you'd be like, let's put ourselves in the. That's the other thing is they immediately try to cast it. Yeah, like there's like no delay. There's but not like let's do some research. Barley's let's... like, let me give me the stone, give me the wand, and he starts doing the incantation, trying to get it, and mm-hmm. fuck all happens. Yeah, like, nothing happens. happens. Nothing happens. And. He tries, and you have, like, a montage of him as the, you know, like, his, the mom and Ian are, like, moving around the room. Like, they just keep cut, cutting mm-hmm. in and out of, of Barley trying to cast the spell, and it just isn't working. It's just not working. And finally, the mom's just like, you know what? Let's, uh, let's call it a night. Yeah. Like, your dad was into some weird stuff and trying to figure <laughs> some things out at the well, end. you know, and he just was, like, grasping at anything. You know, like, and that's like, how desperately he was. That's how much he loved you. Is yeah. That he so was like, willing to try anything. Yeah, to have one more day. And you're and like, like... that's a pretty good gift. Yeah, and honestly, like, for her, like, 
that was probably her easiest way out and she probably was planning on going to bed and being like fuck like right right like i wasn't ready for this yeah yeah i didn't have my shields up for this so like big emotional day for her and barley leaves the wand and stone in ian's room and goes off Mm -hmm. and ian just kind of like it's just like half-heartedly like reading it yeah he starts to read it and as he starts to read the spell the stone starts to glow right and like jiggle and like stuff around the room starts to like float around and he's like the fuck is going on and so he like and uh barley hears him and comes in and is like you're magical this is amazing he's like let me help you and he's like no no don't touch me don't touch me i don't know what's going on and like the phoenix gem explodes Mm -hmm. as he finishes the spell and the room is shattered everything's a mess and you see you had seen the dad starting to build up from like the shoes up right you know his shoes his purple socks that got mentioned weirdly in the right by the stranger stranger of burgershire uh, the khaki pants that are standard issue for every dad. The right, they're, they're belt. pleated. Oh, they are so pleated, leather <laughs> pants. He died like 18 years ago. Let's give I him mean, some points. I mean, yes. Like, or 16 I guess so. years ago. I guess so. so. Let's give him but, some. Uh, 16 years ago was like post post Queer Eye 1. Like, you should have known better. You should have known about but, pleated pants. But he definitely has dad pleated khakis on. Mm-hmm. And there's no way around that. Right. And uh, then the stone explodes and you see movement in the closet when the smoke settles and uh-huh. Ian and Barley are both like, oh my gosh. This, it worked. This is it amazing. fucking yeah. worked. Yeah. You see somebody stand up and walk mm-hmm. out of the closet and it's an outline and you're like, oh my gosh. You're okay, cool. And then the clothes slide off like it was a pile of dirty clothes. Right. And it's just a pair of legs. A like pair it of magical legs. Belt. And at the waistband is just like blue sparkly light, which I do appreciate the lack of anthropomorphic <laughs> or detail at that moment. Same, like that would be really weird to be looking in there. But it's just a blue glowy light mm-hmm. and a pair of pants, mm-hmm. and that's all and they shoes. got. Yeah, and there had been like this little mention of a memory that the older brother had, had yeah. of playing, you know, the shaven haircut. Da, da. Right on on his dad's shoes. He used right, to drum he's like on I used to shoes. play drum on his, drums on his shoes. He had a goofy laugh, and like yeah, I basically and have his like his beard was scratchy, and his beard was scratchy. I basically have like three memories, you know, like yeah. And so you know, Barley walks up to him and is like, "Oh my gosh, is this really him?" And so he taps the mm-hmm. like tap out on his uh, on his feet, feet, and his dad like the the legs like perk up like. I recognize this. And he taps out the two right. bits. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's him. Wait, this is really disappointing. Right. Like, he can't hear us. He can't see us. We can't really spend any time together. Like, we have half a dad. That's almost worse than no dad. Right. We have 24 hours because that was part of the spell. Is that he could only come back for 24 hours. And they already started it and exploited the one Phoenix gem. So they got. So now we start the plot, which is that. You have 24 hours to, to find, find a Phoenix, Phoenix gem. gem, cast the spell again, and hang out with Dad. Right. Which is road trip. Like, right. <laughs> suddenly that's the way it goes. Because we've introduced the fact that there's a van involved. We've got two brothers. We've got a quest. We've It's, yes. it's going to be a road trip movie. And it is. And it is a road trip movie. So uh, earlier uh, in the movie... 
Mm-hmm. Barley is established as kind of a um, historical buff. Like every time they try to like knock something down, that's he like chains himself to yeah, it. Yeah, he chains himself to it and he gets arrested a lot. And his mom's boyfriend is a police person. Also a centaur. Also a centaur. A police centaur. He is his own police horse. You're right. It's a great... But he doesn't uh, ever run around because he's like, whatever, I have a vehicle. I don't need to run. <laughs> like, yeah. run- running seems hard. <laughs> running seems hard. I will just get in my like Ford Escort or right. Ford Expedition. I'll or just push the seat all the way back. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the way back. He basically drives the back seat. And it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so I, I do really appreciate the introduction of his character because you see him in clips. Mm-hmm. And you see like his, his body and you see like there's a horse involved. And you're led to think he is actually a like horse-mounted police officer. But yeah, he is he his is, own horse-mounted police officer. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's actually, a, I thought, one of the more clever little jokes in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he is n- not really approving of Barley. Yeah, or Ian, really. Yeah. Just be like, oh, these kids. Like. Yeah, but anyway. But Barley, though, the reason he's defending all these like historical sites is he believes that this uh, historical role-playing game he plays, which has magic and mm-hmm. quest items and, you know, I- like all those Dungeons and D- Dragons trappings. Right. Is actually history. Right. It's actually real. Well, and, you to know. To his credit. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so his first thing is, we got to go find the Manticore. Right. And the Manticore, if we go to the Manticore's pub, they'll tell tavern. us. Tavern. We'll... All D&D adventures start in a tavern. Sorry! Uh, and uh, they'll tell us where we can find the gem, but it's going to be, like, dangerous and terrible and like, are you ready? And yeah. he's like, I can't even drive. Like, what are you, what are you talking I'm like 16 about? Sixteen, and my voice is cracking, and I'm really nervous, and I'm Tom Holland, and like, yeah, so cute. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Of course, I'm not ready. He's like, but we have to save Dad. Right. This is our one. This is our shot. one shot. We've got to at least give it our best effort. And Tom Holland's like, okay, fine, let's fine, let's do it. Do it. So they get in the van and they take off to, to go- the Manticore's tavern. Right. Only they get there, and it has turned into like a very theme parky little kid like family restaurant. It's basically like Chuck E. Cheese. It's or basically Magic like Castle Chuck E. Cheese or, or Magic Castle, but it's with a Manticore theme. And mm-hmm. there's a Manticore. He walks in, or Barley walks in, and is like, "I need to speak to the Manticore," and the hostess is like, "Oh, just a minute, she'll be right out." And it's a hundred percent somebody in a Manticore costume. Right. It's like a character. Like a like a character costume. Yep, and the big head, and it's it's great. And he's like, "That's not what I meant." I mean, I I mean meant... like the real Manticore. And they're like, "Oh, you mean the manager, Corey?" Right. She's in the back. She's in the back, and like introduce Corey coming out with like plates of food and being like, "I need this to go to table six. And like, she's right. just she's just just like being hairy... a, a frazzled a frazzled manager yeah she's just the frazzled manager of a Chuck E. cheese like right. she poor thing you know yeah and they're like hey we need to figure out how to get to the phoenix gem and she's like oh good it's right here on this kid's menu on this children's menu she's like i based them off of all of my old maps like yeah he's and like, like that's cool but but like for real we need the phoenix gem like 
where's the map that you based it off? And she's like, it's over there on the wall. Like, and instead of just going and taking a picture with their smartphones, which they have. I know, right? Well, I don't know if um, Bartley has a smartphone and Ian's is broken. That's actually established. It got broken when the... It did get broken when the spell happened. So I don't know if that counts. But anyway, but they don't... I don't know if they have smartphones accessible. Maybe. Also, if they had smartphones accessible, their mom 100% should have called them earlier. (laughs) be like, the fuck is going on? Where the fuck are you? Yeah. Maybe. You have school tomorrow? Like, you need to get It's a Friday. Clearly his birthday's on a Friday. Clearly. So, um... She's like, yeah, the map's over there. And so he steals the map. And she's like, you can't take my map. Right. One, it's my map. Two, it's really fucking dangerous. And he's like, what? You're the Manticore. You used to send people on dangerous missions all the time. It's like, yeah, this is before I got, like, my ass handed to me in court many times. Yeah, like, they started suing me. I can't do that anymore. So I stopped. So I stopped. I'm a small business owner now. Yeah. And meanwhile, she's trying to explain this. And there's, like, this group, like, bachelorette party that's trying to get her to turn the karaoke right. machine back on. And they're like, can you fix the karaoke machine? I'm giving this place a one star. Yeah, it is. There's so much vocal fry, and then and uh, I mean, I'm not not here for vocal fry, but obviously I do our audience. <laughs> but yes. for those of you unaware, that's where you do that uh, uh, at the end of a sentence a lot. That was disturbing and impressive all at the same time. So I that, could, ladies and gentlemen, is vocal fry. I could I could have gone for longer, but I felt judged. <laughs> but anyway, um, but they, uh, yeah, they're being very um, not polite to her. Right, right. And and Ian, mm-hmm. who is kind of this timid guy, walks right. up to him and is like, "Listen, mm-hmm. I need this. Like, I can't exactly explain why, but I, we gotta have this. We we this is my one chance at this amazing thing, and if we don't do this, it's all for nothing. And you need to do this. This isn't what you were built for. This isn't what I was built for. You need to like. We both need to be better. We both need to be better, and you can do better than this. And the Manticore loses her fucking shit. Loses her goddamn mind. She's like, you are right. Like this, I hate this life. Right. Like, I used to be wild. This whole place used to be, like, wild mm-hmm. and dangerous. And, like, I miss that life. And she, being a lion, dragon's eagle scorpion. Pretty much. Thing. Breathes fire. Yeah. Sets fire to her whole restaurant. Yes. Um, in this, a fit of rage. Oh, backing up a little bit. As they were, as the brothers were leaving... With the wand, with the magic staff, uh-huh. um, Barley's like, "Hey, you—you're obviously the wizard of the family. Like, right. I'm you have, not. You have wizard magic in you. You should practice some wizard magic." And he's like, "The fuck do I know about wizard magic?" And he's like, "I know a lot about wizard magic because I play this stupid game." So here's the first spell <laughs> you can try, which is trying to levitate things. Right, try to levitate things, and uh, he's like saying it, and he's like, "No, you have to like speak from your heart." And he was like, "The fuck is any of this?" Like. He's like, no, you really have to believe you can do this. You have to think it through. You have to speak from your heart. You have to get it through from your heart. Do mm-hmm. it. And he never really gets it. But as the Manticore sets fire to her fucking whole thing. Right. They have to escape. They have to escape. They have their dad on like a leash. Like right. Where leg. do they get the leash? I, I, guess I mean, the they dogs. do. They do have a, a little dog, dog dragon. dragon. So I guess it's his. So that was a good way of incorporating mm-hmm. that. They made, like, a stuffed shirt body for him so he doesn't look like just a pair of legs. He's now Right, just... so it's, like, Weekend at Bernie's-y? It is so Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it was, like, 100% what I was about to say there. 
Um, Which I've never seen. But, but yeah, they've got sunglasses on him, and he just looks... And a hoodie stuffed with, like, dirty clothes, and he's, he's, he's all floppy. And he's very floppy, and he's just wandering around. Um, but as they're trying to escape, Dad's legs get hung up on something, and he he's, not a, he's about to get crushed by this thing. Mm-hmm. And Ian takes the staff and is like... And levitates some beam. Yeah, Wingardium Levosa or whatever to yeah. John Rez. And... <laughs> Levitates this beam, and they're able to pull pull Dad away from the wreckage. From the wreckage before it collapses, and then he drops it, and then, and mm-hmm. and they get back to the van. And this is one of the things that I really appreciate about the movie is that right. Barley, his first reaction is not, that was awesome. Yeah, he's not the chosen one. He doesn't have the power. He's not special like his brother is special. And instead of being salty about it, he's 100% like, that is the most awesome thing I ever saw. And see, I told you you could do it. You are amazing. And I am just so in awe of what you can do right now. And this is going to be so great. This is great. (laughs) So unfortunately, though, the map does get a little burninated. And it was like hundreds of years old. So, yeah, well, you know. I mean, they get crispy. Went up like, yeah. Yeah, it went up like kids' pajamas. So right. it was right. no And good. he's like, so, I mean, we don't have a map. What are we going to do? And he's like, we do have a kids' menu. It's... Like, in a quest, you have to use what you have. <laughs> he's like, so we're going to Raven's Point. Mm-hmm. And he's like. And that's up here in the mountains. It's up here in the mountains. There's a mountain called Raven's Point. So we're going to the Maven's Point. We'll take the highway. And Ian's like, cool, we can just take the highway. He's like, no, 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 no. We should take the path of peril. Yeah, yeah. Barley's like, we got to take the hard route because the obvious route is always the Wrong, bad choice. Wrong in a choice. quest. Yeah, in a quest. So we got to take, um, we got to take the the hardest way. And so he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Right. He's like, but all this is just about getting to dad. And like we need to take the, the faster route. we can get to dad, the more time we have with him. Right. So maybe we should just take the highway. And Barley's like, fine, we'll take fine. the highway. Uh, so. They get up on the highway. They get up on the highway. Where they promptly, like, run out of gas. Yes, that is what happens. Yeah, they're in the highway. They're, they're, and they run out of gas. Mm-hmm. And um, they have to stop for gas somewhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mom has come home. Right. Found the note that was like, gotta go see about a thing. Yeah, opens Ian's door. The place has been trashed. He's like, the fuck? And there's his phone smashed on his bed mm-hmm. and non-functional. And she's like, my boys are in danger. Right. I got to go find them, which is uh, the right mommy reaction to that. Right. And she um, knows that they went to the Manicor's Tavern. Yeah, because she finds... Um, the, like, Dungeon and Dragon cards. Yeah, that kind of, that um, Barley had. Mm-hmm. So she finds these cards and is like... Oh, okay. Well, there's a mantic. Oh, I got. I'll just go find it. Maybe right, whatever. And she calls uh, her boyfriend, the uh, the Minotaur cop. Right. It was like, hey, my kids are missing. Like, no reason to be concerned right now. But if you happen to see, to them, see them around, can you just make sure they get home? Just, like, yeah, just let me know, and we'll figure it out. Which again, kind of like. Kind of responsible mom. Like, right. Whereas, like, I'm not... I kind of left my boys in a bad spot. I went out to get dinner, and I came home, and they're not here. And I'm right. afraid they're doing something They're doing something stupid. stupid. Yeah. Like, nothing criminal. They're both good kids, but, like, I'd feel a lot better if I knew somebody had seen them. Right. I'm going to go check out the Manticore's place. I'm almost there, and it's just right here on fucking fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So she gets to the Manticore restaurant. It's on fire. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I have to figure out what's going on. Right. Uh, and so she's like going to talk to the Manticore. And the police are talking to the Manticore. And they're like, I don't know. She lost her fucking mind. Like, set a restaurant on fire. And like, everyone's whatever. We're pretty much arresting her for We're insurance pr- fraud at this point. Right. Like, right. And at she, the least. And she was like, are you a Manticore expert? Like, she... She's bleeding. Don't you know that when, like, manticore blood is, like, whatever. Yeah. Released to the oxygen, it, like, makes it makes her go crazy. Like, it's not her fault. And the manticore's like, that's not how that works. She's like, see? See, she's already losing it. <laughs> like, so I have, I have to, like, bandage her wound before she goes fucking crazy. <laughs> and the cop's like, okay, cool. Like, okay, like, whatever. And yeah, and so then the mom sneaks the manticore out into her car. Replacing her with the... Uh, costume which has been like terrifyingly set on fire indeed it is is all melty and so they like pull out in the mom's prius Mm -hmm. equivalent whatever it is which is low riding because it's got a manicure in the back yeah because this manicure is ginormous and Mm -hmm. big and octavia um spencer Spencer. i want to say octavia butler who is an author who is completely different i don't know it's a whole thing she's fantastic but okay i will not Octavia Spencer, though. <laughs> There's too many Octavias. <laughs> so they take off, and the Manticore's like, this is awesome! Also, I like your style. Yeah, like, like I like your style. You're, we're we're going to do plan? this. And uh, so when she was talking to her, she was like, it's fine. I told, like, I gave them a map. I told them... Uh, uh, where, where they can find this where gem. Where they can find the gem. I told them about the curse. She was like, fuck, I didn't tell them about the curse. <laughs> like, and the mom's like, what about the fucking curse? Like, she's like, your sons are in mortal peril. Like, we should probably go find them or something. Like, Yeah, she where was, are we going? Yeah, and she's like, well, we have to do something. And so they're driving. So while the boys are... Uh, driving north. No, yeah, north to the mountains. They run out of gas. Yeah. They stop at a gas station. At the gas station, there are a biker gang of pixies. Which is fantastic. Right. So in this magical world, like, a lot of times people don't use their gifts. Like, the uh, centaur doesn't run anymore because he's like, whatever, I have a car. Uh, The 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 manticores and the pixies don't fly. Yeah, the manticores and pixies don't fly because, like... They have cars. Whatever. I have have transport. And they kept calling it transport. Yeah. (laughs) Which is very D&D, I guess. Yeah. But, um... Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Why would they call it transport if it wasn't a D&D phrase? I guess, yeah, it is. It's a, I, it's a weird thing to say. Man. I'm not. Would you ever say I have transport when you mean, like, I have a car? I have to try it with my D&D nerds and see if they react well to it. Right. that's probably my best indication. I don't know. I, I don't have any D&D, D&D nerds. But, uh, I have so many D&D nerds. I mean, nerds. I'm very nerd D&D nerds, if you're listening. I, I know you are. I just don't play. And so, like... I played once. Yeah. So I we we just like raided a castle or raided we made a, our like, kids play once. House. <laughs> no, we haven't. I mean, we haven't really played D and D. We've mm-hmm. played um, Hero Kids, right? Which is like baby D and D. It's like baby D and D. It's a D six based. Anyway, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. They give you little adventures. It's cool. Anyway, um, so they they have transport, and the it goes very badly. Oh, when they pulled over, um, they they decided that they were going to try a magic spell mm-hmm. to increase the amount of gas they had. Because they had a right. gas can with just a little bit of gas in it. Right. So, um, Barley's like, hey, try this magic spell that makes things big. Try this embiggen spell. And they try the embiggen spell, but uh, Ian is not really good at spells because, you know... Also, like, like, Barley just yells at him the whole time, and it, like, throws him off. (laughs) And so Ian freaks out and accidentally misses the gas can. And ends up just shrinking Barley. And shrinks Barley. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so Bartley's now the size of a pixie. Mm-hmm. Dad is just legs, and they got the go to this gas station, right. which they walk to. And Ian's like, I'll take 10 bucks on pump two. Right. And also these like two bags of chips. And he's got Barley in his pocket and like puts him down. And Barley's like, I gotta use the bathroom, man. Give me the key. And, and he's like, this can't wait. And he's like, it's either that or your pocket, buddy. Like. It's not my pocket, man. <laughs> yeah. That was a good moment. And, and so. as He's like, fine. As Ian's checking out, um, the dad kind of has some like run-ins by like staring at the pixies. But of yeah. course he's not really because he's just a. He's just a sack of clothes. He's a sack of clothes. And they are just looking for a fight. Right. Is basically what it comes down because they're a biker gang. And mm-hmm. Ian kind of manages to sweet talk his way out of it and get out of He's there. He's like, sorry. It's, you know, we've had a whole night. Yeah. And as he gets out, he's filling up his tank. He hears, like, a fight brewing in the background, which is um, Barley, miniature Barley. Right. With the pixies. With the pixies. Like, you guys are better than this. Like, you, you should be flying. Like... You yeah, doing... you can fly. Like, like, you have wings. Like, we have wings, but we can't fly. And like, that's because your ancestors are lazy. <laughs> like, what did you say about my ancestors? Like, right. Yeah, and and so um, Ian's like, okay, we got to go. Yeah, like, you have to shut your fucking mouth. And he's, like, trying to get Barley away when Dad runs into the motorcycles and knocks them all over. Right. Like a Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, 100%. Like, that was uh, my first thought. Right. Tequila. Yeah. Biker gang. We have a biker bar near us. <laughs> it is like the most suburban dad biker bar. It's though. like so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> like they're trying really hard, folks, but like it is great. Yeah, it's a it's a bar with with uh, motorcycle parking. But it's uh it's cute. Yeah. Um but they do legit knock over this biker but again, these pixies are looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. They knock over their bikes and Ian's like, fuck, everybody in the van. And they take off, they get in the van. Ian has to drive, because yeah. Barley is really small still. Yeah. And so they take off driving, and they're, like, booking it up on the highway, mm-hmm. and trying yeah. to get away. Right. And uh, Ian's like, I don't know how to merge, and, and, like, I'm not ready. And Barley's like, you'll never be ready, you just move over. <laughs> Which, again, describes Ohio merging 100%. <laughs> Oh, you people that drive in actual urban environments. You I know, realize. it's so hard. The law started merging. So hard, dude. But there's a highway chase while Barley and, or while Ian is driving and Barley is like trying to figure out stuff and they eventually do lose, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of details there, but they do lose they the do pixies. They do lose the pixies and also uh, Barley grows. Yeah, it gets back to normal the, size the spell the, wears off. The, the spell wears off, yeah. So, which also makes me think that, like, the, like, beginning a gas can right. would have been a very temporary fix. It might have got them to the gas station a little easier. But, but like, then, like, they still need gas. They still would have needed some gas in the tank right. to get where they were going. Because eventually they would be like, okay. So they've just been driving down, and all of a sudden the gas It'd tank be like, And then have, like, negative gas, I guess, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Or is it just, like, race against time, where I you guess. have to go as hard and as fast as you can to use up all this magic gas until the magic gas unduces itself? I don't know. So, they're getting away, and they're getting on the highway towards Ra- Raven's Point. Raven's Point. And we cut back to... The mom and the manticore, Corey. Yes. So the mom and the manticore. The manticore has all these tattoos 
to explain. She's like super badass. I love right. That. To explain what's happening. We're like, okay. So every uh, gem has a curse and the curse is a dragon. And the only way to defeat the curse is with this like magical sword uh, that I had uh, that I maybe sold to a pawn shop because, you know, money's. Okay, and uh, with taxes. It right. Thing. Right. But if I if I get my sword back, then uh we can defeat the curse once the curse comes cuz like once they get the gem, the curse will come. And uh she's like, "Okay, where's the sword?" And she's like, "I remember who I gave it to." And it's like a pawn shop. Yeah. And they go into a pawn shop and she's like, "I need a sword." And uh they're like, "I don't know, swords like, eh, we have this one." And they're like, "Yes, that's it. That's perfect." And the man of course starts being like, "Oh, I love this like well, the he's the like, how much? Like ten bucks? And yeah, how much? She's like ten, and uh, she's like, sounds great. And the, while the mom is like rifling around in her wallet trying to find exact change, because like, God forbid, she lays on a twenty. <laughs> like... <laughs> this doesn't seem like the kind of place that gives change for a twenty. Just right. to be honest, though. Right. Um, the manicor is like, oh, like forged from the steel of blah 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 things things. Like it's the one only in a, one in the kingdom. The only one in the kingdom. It's one in a million. Whatever, whatever. And the uh, the literal snake. That they buy it from. I don't know what kind of magical snake. I believe pers- she's a kobold. Cre- okay. Record, I don't know but... what that is. Yeah. I appreciate that you said that. Like, I knew what that was. <laughs> anyway. It's a magical snake thing. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, I mean, it's. I've heard that's the only one in the kingdom. Like, it's I, 10. It's 10,000. And they're like, uh, no, it's not 10,000. Like, so the mom totally is about to like come over the counter, like right. In a, like is is a very like Karen. Like I need to speak to your manager, and the manticore <laughs> just fucking stabs her with her scorpion venom in the fucking neck. In the neck, and she and just, just like, goes down. She's like, oh my god, did you kill her? She's like, no, I just stunned her. She'll only be down for an hour. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I just her. She's just gonna be. Yeah, I just I just paralyzed her from the neck down. She'll be ba- fine in about right. an hour. Or so. And, so the, and her mom is like, that is not entirely better. Right. So the mom is like, okay, here's some money. This is a lovely shop. I'm <laughs> like, just going to leave this on the counter. Okay, cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and they run out with the sword. And Medicor is like, I have my sword back. The blade of... Uh, blah, 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 things. And the mom's like, I can't believe we just left her there paralyzed. And Medicor's like, ah, we're here to save your kid. She's like, yes, I... I keep telling myself that. I have like, very complicated feelings about this quest. Yes. Um, so while Barley and Ian are driving, mm-hmm. they get pulled over by the cops because they're driving this is a erratically. Bit they do have the moment at the rest stop where they dance. Oh, yes, where they dance. There's a really cute moment where um, Barley puts in, he's like, we need road music for this after mm-hmm. they're kind of on the highway. And it's super, like, bassy metal. Yeah. It's, great like 80s like yeah it's like the final countdown it, it really is <laughs> it's the kind of music you would hear coming out of a van with a unicorn on the side yes it is yes. it is of a kind and dad hears it and starts like kind of dancing to it because he mm. can feel the vibrations right he can tell it's music and so they kind of pull over and they're they're watching what's happening and they're like dad's dancing he like mm-hmm. This is cool, like, and so they have this really cool moment where they're dancing, and both of the boys are like, he's super, super, super terrible bad at, this. at this. This yeah. is really bad. And like, at one point, Barley's like, yeah, imagine what the top half of this dance must look like. And so they like 
there's a they both like pantomime what the top half of the dance would look like and so they're both doing the their versions of the top of the dance and everybody's laughing and having a good moment it's like a really great it's very cute honest little moment i didn't remember when that part was yeah because it was well it was before this and it was when he was big yeah Ron was big so but they were just like pulled off maybe they pulled off like go to the bathroom or something or whatever or maybe like ian had been driving but barley got big again and like all right well let's pull over and switch drivers because yeah clearly i should be doing this right but when the cops pull over ian's driving yeah again yeah they kind of trade on i don't know the cops pull them over and 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 they're like fuck what are we gonna do and the um Barley is like, there's a spell for this. There's a disguise spell. Like, you can disguise yourself as anybody. Uh, but you have to tell the truth. You have to tell the truth the whole time. Like, um, the, lo- the, tr- and, the disguise is the lie. If you sell any more lies, it takes away from the, the disguise. Right. So, um, the they stop, and their dad, like, falls out of the back and is, like, walking around like a crazy drunk person. And oh, they're they like, had a little fun. You're like, you night, seem eh? like you're having a rough night. Um, and so... They decide to impersonate the boyfriend. Yes. Uh, and so the boyfriend uh, pops out and is like, yeah, sorry, I was just uh, trying to... Ian was just learning Ian how to drive. Ian was just learning how to drive, and he's clearly terrible at it. <laughs> and, and like, he... I just look at him, he's had a rough night. You know, like... Yeah, I'll take him back in the van and we'll be on our we'll way. We'll be on our way, sorry, but whatever, like... Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. I'll make sure he doesn't drive, you know, like, anymore yeah. or whatever. And I forget, you know, the questions they ask. But... Right. And so, uh, like, and he was like, you seem weird. And, like, he started to lie and, like, his ear turned or his hand turned or whatever. Yeah. And and the um, brother is like, no, you have to tell the truth, remember? Because the brother who's, like, the back half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Ian is the front half. He's like, no, remember, you have to tell the truth. And he's like, I don't even know. Like... I feel weird and crazy, and this night is just crazy, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing about anything. And uh, the police officer who was pulling over was like, yeah, man, like, I, I see what's going on here. Like, having, like, stepkids is hard, and parenting people who aren't your kids is hard, and, like... We all, all think you're doing a great job. All, all this is real fucking hard. Like, get it, you know? And also... And also, very chill. She was like... Yeah, my girlfriend's kid has me pulling my hair out, and it was like so casual, and it was a nothing, and I loved that it was a nothing. Like, yeah, there was like this little moment of representation, like, hey, right. what's up? But I, I liked that it wasn't a thing. Like, I yeah. liked that it was casual. For the record, that has, moment has been completely deleted from all international releases. But hey, <laughs> well, baby steps, baby steps. Um, um, well, not all in the international releases. Yeah, but just, you know, like, yeah, like Singapore, no, right. But anyway, um, but I, I appreciate like. That it wasn't a thing. Casual you know? representation is kind of the best kind of representation. I yeah, mean, like, maybe. Some, in some ways. Yeah. But anyway. So anyway, um, and she's like, I get it. Like, this is real fucking hard. Like, you know. Especially since that kid's such a screw-up. Right. And he was like, I disagree. Ian is like a stand-up member of society. He's like, no, not Ian. That other kid. That other kid's a fuck-up. And he was like, uh, not really. <laughs> It starts changing back. It starts back. changing back. And uh, so he's like, I gotta go. And uh, Joe's back in the car, and Barley's fucking pissed. Yeah, because... he was like, that lady called me a screw-up, and then when you were like, he's not a screw-up, like, then the magic failed you. So, like, you fucking think I'm a screw-up. Like, fuck you. 
Like, I'm doing the best with what I got. Like, right. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this life. I didn't ask to be, like, your, like... Pseudo-dad. Substitutionary dad. Because, like, I'm not that much older than you. But like, here I am cheering for you anyway, you know? I'm not a fuck-up. I just... I don't know how to be a dad and a kid at the same time. Right, and like, it's this is a lot. Hard. This is a lot to ask for anybody. And Ian... I mean, it's a definite tension moment. And right. It's like... I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I just, can we just get through this week, this evening, and then we'll deal with this maybe tomorrow. <laughs> right. Sometime when we're not like on a clock to see our dead dad. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, to his credit, like, Marley's like, all right, Caleb, but this is bigger, also, but also, yeah, we are going to talk about that. Also, yeah. can you do one fucking thing my way? Like, yeah. Like, I want, up. I wanted to do this, but you wanted to do something else. So we did something else. I wanted to do this, but you wanted to do something else. So we did something else. So like, can we please do this my way? Take the road of peril. Can we please take the path of peril? And Ian's, and Ian's like, like, fine. Like, if that, if this is really important to you, mm-hmm. let's do it. Also, while they were leaving the scene of the like cop confrontation, mm-hmm. the one cop kind of realizes that like, something was weird. weird I'm going to call I'm going to call hey, cent- Centaur the, Cop. Yeah, put me through the co- Officer Colt Bronco, please, who was who she had just talked to. Right. She thought, right. but she doesn't think anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like on the other side of town. Right. And she's like, aha! Like, something strange in the state of Denmark. And right. Colt, to his credit, mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I'll figure this out because the next thing you see is him in that area right so the off-camera conversation seems to have been much more of a yeah this is my problem i think i know what's going on i'm gonna deal with it as opposed to yeah bring those fuckers in right right and again you kind of have to give some credit to him right like well and he does call the mom and it's like hey like some people saw them like over this place we think we, we, think, we, we think saw them over here and uh like i'm gonna i'm gonna go check it out and she was like well we had a weird family thing like so, so kid gloves on this one like, right be careful they're in a weird spot they're in a weird spot they might do something crazy you know but like but again everybody's treating these like again i, I really appreciate the fact that they're treating the kids as kids that are making bad decisions, mm-hmm. not as like criminal masterminds that need to be stopped at all cost. Right. Like everybody's just kind of like, okay, like I'm believing the best of these kids. I'm giving them the benefit of a doubt. Like mm-hmm. we will deal with this. Like we have right. to there stop what's going on. There will probably be consequences. Because there's some damage and some danger that they're putting themselves in. Mm-hmm. But also like, Going at this full bore will just make it worse. So, right. like, let's just try to bring everybody in kind of cool-like. Mm-hmm. And so um, Colt's driving through and he sees the turnoff where the boys had gone. Right, because the bumper fell off. Yeah, because the car is crap. Mm-hmm. And it says Guinevere on and it. And it says Guinevere. Like, it's very... Uh, it is so... Iconic. Like, 80s, like... If you think about, like, the metalhead that plays D&D and lives in a van, that's exactly right. So right. he, so If this were not a PG movie, there would be, like, a big unfurling of smoke every time you opened the doors. Yes. Or also, like, somebody on the side <laughs> with, like, breast like, Right, right. It would be something like that. But he sees the thing and he's like, oh, they're going down this road. Like, this isn't good. Like, mm-hmm. I gotta go chase them. And then it cuts back to the boys who are have a head start down the road. Right. And they get to this um, 
like chasm. chasm. Yes, yes. It's a deep like you fall forever. And there's a giant drawbridge on the other side. It's on the other side. And the and Ian's like, oh, I'll just use my wand and do the spell to move the the lever that lowers the drawbridge. And he mm-hmm. cast it, and his brother's like, ha yeah, um, that only has like a 50-meter range. So, <laughs> so you're going to need at least 30 meeting, meters. You're going to need to do something else. He's like, well, what can well, I what do? What am I supposed to do? He's like, oh, you can cast an invisible bridge spell. Like, but you have to believe it. Right. So not only do you have to speak from your heart, but you also have to like fully believe your ability, ability or words or whatever. Uh, and he's like, uh, okay, so what's the spell? He's like, it's this. And he's like, cast it. He's like... Okay. And they're like, yeah, you don't know if it works unless you, like, step on it. <laughs> like, you have to go full fade. Yeah. It reminds me of the Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade yes. moment where he's got to, like, step off the cliff. It's a leap of faith. Leap of faith kind of thing. And so Ian casts the spell and he's like, all right. And he's got a rope tied to his waist. Right. He has a rope tied to his waist because he's like, I don't, like. Really trust myself. Really trust myself. And he says, okay. And he falls. And he falls. He falls, like. Into, into the, the chasm. chasm. But his brother pulls him back. Right. And he's like, his, see, I got you. No problem. That's the like, worst that can happen. Worst that can happen. So just believe in yourself now as much as you believe in me and my rope. He's like, I really don't believe in you and your rope. Okay, right. well, let's just pretend you believe. Like, mm-hmm. just believe in yourself and you can do this. And so Ian takes a step, you know, does the spell again, mm-hmm. goes a step off, and like little blue light appears around his foot. Where he's landing. Where he's landing, and he's got a bridge. Yeah, and he's like, what? This is awesome. And he gets about halfway through, yeah. and the rope, it gets too short and like unties from his yeah, just like- waist. And the brother's like, keep going, buddy. Keep going. You're doing great. Like, and he's, he's like, like, you still got me, right? He's like, just don't look back. Just keep going. <laughs> like, you're still holding the rope, right? Yeah, I got the I'm rope. I'm holding it. Yeah. And so Ian just is like, yeah, I'm awesome. This, this is, is awesome. Great. And he yeah. gets like within a step of the far edge and he looks over his shoulder. Because he's like, this last step is for you, dad. And he looks over his shoulder. And as he looks over his shoulder, he realizes Barley's holding the entire rope, which is not tied to his waist. Right. And freaks out and falls. And falls. And as he falls, he like reaches out and just barely grabs the far side. Right. And pulls himself up. And pulls up. himself up. And he is literally sh- quivering. Right. With fear. And flips, flips the drawbridge so that uh, Pants and Brother can walk over. Yeah. And he was like, how uh, long did I not have the rope? And he's like, oh, like halfway. He's like, like, I couldn't do anything. Like. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, like, if I said something, you would fall. So yeah. I just need you to believe in yourself all the way across. Like, yeah. and you could do it. Like, you were right to believe in yourself. Like, you did it. You did you it. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And and they're having this whole moment. And then uh, Barley looks up and he's like, hey, what? There's a raven on top of the bridge. Mm-hmm. And it's pointing. And it's pointing that way. And, oh my gosh, there's another raven. So maybe Raven's Point is not this mountain way up in the north. Maybe Raven's Point is wherever these ravens are pointing. And uh, Ian's like, seems legit. Like, let's try it. No, that makes sense. And if we would have stayed on the highway, we would have missed this. We would have got to the mountain, but we would have missed the goal. And he's like, yeah, sometimes that's just how that works. Mm -hmm. And as they're talking about this... Then the cop comes. Yeah, that's when the cop shows up and is like, guys, what are you what doing? What the fuck are you doing? Your mom is worried fucking sick. I gotta like, right. I got other cops who are reporting that you're impersonating a police officer and driving erratically and like, that's some bullshit I gotta like, figure Deal out with. what I'm dealing yeah. with and like, not get you guys arrested. Like, 
I mean, he's completely in the right of the situation. Right, and it's just like, hey, what? Your, we, mo- your mom said you had some weird family shit. Like, what's going on? Like, and we, I need you guys to not do this. And he, they're like, we got to do this. Right, like, sorry, we're going to do this. He's like, you you can't. I got to bring you in. Like, yeah. you know, at first he's kind of like, I'm on your side. Let's figure this out. And then mm-hmm. he kind of moves into, no, nah, we got to we got to Yeah, you're like a danger. And so... At that point... They get in the van and run away. Yeah, they just get in the van and take off. And then... And then he calls her back up. He calls her back Which up. Which is not far away, because a lot of backup comes really quick. Really fast. Really weirdly fast. They were, like, waiting in the wings. And so, um, Barley and Ian are driving around the road, and they get to a dead end. Like, just spontaneous, mm-hmm. no more road. And so they have to bail out of the Guinevere, the van, which is very... Again, it's been very special to yes, Barley. It's very Barley special. is treating it very... So uh, he's like, you have to cast a spell to um, break off these rocks, which will fall down before the cops get here and block their road, and that'll buy us some time. He's like, you cast the spell. And you got to uh, believe in yourself. You got to speak from your heart, and then you got to... Um, I don't remember. I forget the third thing. Oh, it's unfortunate. Oh, well. But there's like... <laughs> like each spell gets progressively harder. Harder, Yeah. And he's like, you got to do this. This is like the hardest spell you can cast. And he's like, but I can't. And he's like, yeah, you can. But yeah, like, just do try. It. And he tries it and he can't do it. And it doesn't work. And so uh, the older brother's like, fine. Like, and he puts Guinevere in O for onward. Like, that's the other thing. Is he, he taped over his D. D. So it's an O. <laughs> so it's an O. <laughs> onward. And he, did you notice his gear shift is a... Um, a screwdriver. He yeah. doesn't have a turn signal. That was a plot. Right, right. He, he glanced he, over. He puts like, a he puts a he puts a rock on the on the um, accelerator accelerator and just lets it shoot off. He gives it a slap on the van ass uh-huh. to like send it on its way as like a send off. And this thing's like it's not quite the um, like the ecstasy of gold. Um, the da, da, Oh no, it's uh it's Van something. Van Halen? No. No. Van Morrison? No. No, something Nordic. Anyway. <laughs> it definitely is the kind of thing you would have on a cassette tape in a Right. Band it was like, like this. the Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah, it was a very Valkyrie esque like and this van hits Oh yeah, up. he like specifically changes the tape deck. Yeah. To give it a soundtrack on its way out. And right. he sends this thing and it hits a rock and ramps up hits the rock that they were trying to knock over and knocks them all down knocks them all down there's a landslide and the road is blocked so that the cops can't get to them right and it gives them a head start but it destroys the van it's covered in rocks and it's gone and he was like barley you love that van it was like it was just a piece of shit van like let's go yeah like dad's more important family's more important than vans you know Mm -hmm. and ian's like oh like this little fuck up where my big fuck up brother is actually like Got some skin in the game. He's really trying to do this. And so they take off to follow the Ravens. Mm -hmm. And so what happens next is there's like this montage of them trying to get from Raven to Raven to Raven to Raven. And they finally get to the last Raven, Mm -hmm. which is instead of pointing to the next Raven, is pointing straight down. Right. And they're trying to... And there's a little like like a... Manhole cover kind mm -hmm. of thing. It's small. Yeah. And they take it with them. It's a map. No, initially there's like a, the 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 ravens pointing straight down, mm-hmm. and they are trying to figure out what's going on. And then that's when Ian kind of rubs the manhole cover, which is reflective, uh-huh. and he sees that there's like a little symbol on the bottom of the raven. 
And that's when they take off the little weird four-shaped clover thing. Right, and it's a, like, water and then X. And they're like, so we just follow the water. Check. Great. We can do that. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of look around and they find the, there's a spring by it. So they follow the spring. The spring goes into a cave. They start walking through the cave. They light the um, wand to see where they're going. Right, with, like, torches. And there's, like, they light, as soon as they light the fire, like, there's a jump scare of, like, three unicorns. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they, like, run out. Also, the unicorns hiss. Yeah. Yeah, they, they totally sound like raccoons. And they run out. And they're, and both of the kids on either side of me jumped. Right, that's true. And I was like, this is the first time that, like, a unicorn has ever startled my children. I think, possibly. Possibly. Um, and so they're trying to walk, follow this water and they're like, oh, well, we need to do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not fast enough. So they yeah, had they, a boat. Yeah, they get to the, like, water and they're like, this is going to take forever. They're like, if only we had a boat, you could, you could cast some kind of enchanted, like, whatever, acceleration, acceleration spell. spell and we could really motor. And, uh, and he's eating, like, Cheetos. And he's like, wait a minute, I can just make this Cheeto really big. <laughs> So he used the spell that he... So he used the Ambigan spell to make the Cheeto really big. And then the and Acceleration, then the acceleration spell. spell to, like, motorboat through the thing. Mm-hmm. And they're having, like, a good time. And the brother's, like, eating the boat. And he's like, don't eat all the boat. <laughs> like, we need it. We might need this. I don't know how far away it is. Right. And so they get kind of to the, like, this big room mm-hmm. where there's, like, wizards. And there's, like, a bass relief of, like, Gary Giglax on the wall. Yeah. It was 100%. Nerds in this thing know who that is. He's I don't guy. know who that he, is. He was one of the original authors of... Well, he's really the original author of Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, okay. But, like, the the image on the wall is 100% Gary. Like, yeah? It looks... He's got... Yeah. Okay. It's, it's him. Um, just, like, nondescript old white man. Kind of, but... <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about the character of it that makes okay, it Okay, that very, made it look very Dungeons & Dragons-y. Well, mate... It was actually done very much in kind of an ancient, weird style, but mm-hmm. it very much just looked like, yeah, him. like, yeah. It's hard to explain if you see okay. the movie. If you know who Gary is, it's Shh. it's a thing. Like he was just. I like that you called him by his first name. Like I call celebrities by their first name. Everybody <laughs> called Gary by his first name because Giggly Axes was just really, really hard it's to just say. Too hard to say. So okay. everybody just called him Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, they get to the end and they go into like this little cave where there's a seal or no, first they have like a walkway. Yeah. And the, and, um, and, uh, Bartley had been talking about like gelatinous cubes as a danger. Right. And Ian's like, that doesn't sound That's like not a dangerous. thing we're gonna like encounter. Like, that's not a real thing. I've never seen a gelatinous cube. Why would it be a problem? He's like, no, listen, they're really bad. They're like two meters on a side. Or ten meters on the side, like they mm-hmm. they just fill the whole hallway and they just dissolve everything. Mm-hmm. And so they walk into this hallway and there's like dead bodies. So, and yeah, like so many uh, skeletons. skeletons. Like it is obviously not a friendly location. Skeletons with shields, though. Yeah. So. Uh, and they're like, "Oh, this isn't good." Right, and so they start to like set off. Like, they're like, careful, there might be booby traps. And they're like, "This thing's so old, I don't any of these booby traps work anymore." And then the dad like steps on something. And the booby traps, like, start to go off, and they're like, fuck! <laughs> My favorite is the fact that, like, Dad steps on this one platform, and, like, this axe... Slicer slices through yeah. him, but, like, he's only pants anyway, so he's but fine. But would have gone right at waist level, but he's, like, right underneath it, and they're like, 
oh fuck mm-hmm. like well and there was like there's some puzzle on the floor we have to solve like we don't have time for that just grab a shield <laughs> yeah and like this cube gelatinous cube falls out behind him and starts dissolving stuff and they're like right. and so they're running from the gelatinous cube uh and there's a bunch of arrows being shot at them with this. yeah it's a whole big thing like right. it's awful so they like barely escaped gelatinous cube uh they get to a pit at one point and mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh what are we gonna do how are we gonna get across there and ian's like trust me and like shoves barley into the the pit and throws the uh levitating levitating spell spell on him and so he's like levitating in the middle of the pit he's like this is kind of awesome also never do this again (laughs) like and so ian jumps across him gets to the other side levitates him back and the gelatinous cube falls in the pit and they're Mm -hmm. safe that was great. And they managed to, like, squirt under, like, the, the falling rock door. And it's right. just, it's it's a good little action piece. Like, our youngest was, like, crawling up my arm. Oh, yes. Like, like very, very tense. Very tense. Very nervous. And he relaxes. And they're in this, like, well-looking thing. Mm-hmm. It starts filling up with water. And it starts filling up with water. Because, of course, it's another puzzle trap right. thing. And the thing is that the the lever on the bottom mm-hmm. opens a lever on the top, but you have to like hold the lever at the bottom yeah. to open the lever at the top. And they're like, nobody can hold their breath for that long. Like we're gonna die. And they're like, wait, Dad's only pants. Like he can, he can push <laughs> he the lever. The so then they have to like steer their dad using the um, the leash that the he's leash. on. Yeah, trying to like to have him... basically fish with him to stand in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And they finally get him to stand on the thing. The door opens. They're able to climb out onto mm-hmm. the like next level. Yes. Somehow they pull dad up. I don't right. understand how that works. He's on like as... a shoe cord. So I guess they just pulled it up quickly enough that the yeah. lid doesn't close on him. Right. And there's a ladder, and they see a light at the end, and they climb out of the. They climb up the ladder. They move the. The, the cap over the um, the shaft they're in out of the way. And it is the street right outside of his high school. Yeah. And he's like, wait, we're back? Like. The fuck? We're back here? Yeah. And this isn't, like, what we had planned. Like, mm-hmm. how do we. This was all for nothing. Right. Right. And the um, Ian gets kind of salty. Yeah. And is like, fine. I'm just like, I'm going to go spend my last like two hours with dad. Like just this I'm just going to go sit on this rock. Like I'm just going to sit on this rock and hang out with dad's pants because like you're a fuck up. Like, yeah. and the rock really is in the mountain. And like. This was all just a wild was, goose chase. and Right. And it's your fault that I wasted all this time. And, and, and Barley's like, but no, like. It has to be right somehow. Like Somehow this has to work. And just across from the high school was this fountain they were tearing down. Ancient fountain, yes. And so Barley's like... He's like, wait, water! Like... Yeah, there's still water here. Like, maybe this is the secret. And this so he is... climbs up on the fountain and he sees where you can put... There's a little spot where you can put the clover. Mm. And it slides open to make, to show the gem. Right. And he's like, booyah! I like, was totally right. Gem, in your face. To his credit, he never does the, like, totally, I was totally right in your face. He's just yeah. like, oh my gosh, I found it. This is great. We he's can like, get down. He's like, Ian, Ian, I found Ian, it. I found it. Let's like, do let's this. Let's do this thing. Like, he's really still a like, good he's, Yeah, guy. he has a really good attitude. Like, I would have a less good attitude. I would too. Ian is kind of a jerk. But the problem is, as soon as he grabs it, the curse kicks in. Right, and this uh, red smoke billows everywhere and so part of this curse is that this dragon forms 
from whatever's around. It's like a rock dragon. Yeah. And, it, and it'll form from whatever rocks are around. So if it's in the mountains, it'll form from the mountains if it's in... Uh, but this happens to be, like, in a school. So it for like, right across from the school. So it forms from a school. It literally like, it literally tears the school apart to form, to form the dragon. And the man- and the mascot of the school is, like, the dragons? Right, the mascot of it's the school like is the dragon. And it's dopey dragon face. Yeah, and it uses that part of the school as its face. So it's got this, like, real dopey dragon face. <laughs> because it's a on cartoon. This, yeah. On this, like, crazy rock dragon body. It's it's great. Like, it is, it's my favorite part. It was so hilarious. And there's this part where, like, during the fight scene where the dragon gets mad and it, like, uh, cracks, cracks, its eye- cracks its dopey face eyebrows and, like, pushes them down so that it looks And, and it, like, more. opens its, like, smiling face and turns it into, like, this, like, gaping maw of death. Right. Like, it... It's that is so well done. <laughs> Whoever designed that, like, give that man a raise. Like, like truly, they kudos, are fantastic. Kudos who designed everybody. this rock dragon? Um, so there's a fight scene, and Barley is not doing well because it's a fucking dragon. Right, he's a fucking rock dragon. Meanwhile, his mom and the manacore have flown. show up. Yeah, they've flown. Oh, their car breaks down. Something they get in a car accident. They, they get in a, a car accident. They got in a car accident because one of the pixies from earlier had smashed in their windshield, and they. Yeah. Ended up crashing. And the mom looks at the manacore is like, listen. How do you feel about flying? How do you like, feel about flying? We got to get back. Right. Because somehow they find out that the boys are at the high school. Well, if the manacore knows where her maybe maps end up. That. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's, she's like, now. well, we instead of well, instead of sending them on this whole fucking quest, I guess I could have just told them where it ends up. <laughs> but the quest is the point. That's the whole thing. Oh, uh, Yeah. So, um, so they show up and... With the, with the big sword. With the big sword. And the manticore, like, cuts off the wings. And then, like, the mom is trying to stab it in the heart with the big sword. Right, like, and they have to stab its core. Yeah, and it's like, she is a fucking badass. Like, the mom... Oh, yeah. Like, she is fantastic. She does her Pilates. Right. Which, and at the beginning of her Pilates, she's always like, I am a strong warrior. <laughs> like, and at one point, she's standing on the dragon's back with this giant sword. She goes... I am a strong warrior and like stabs it in the back of the dragon. And then she's, you see her like dance, like do the, do the workout dance to get up to the. Yeah. She's totally like redoing everything. It's fantastic. It's it is a great moment. Uh, and so she only slows down the dragon. Yeah. Though. She stabs him for a little bit, but she can't stab him all the way through. Right. Uh, so she's like slowing him down enough that, uh, Ian can, like, yeah. cast the rest of the spell. Because Ian, who had been hanging out with just the pants of his dad, and also having a moment where he realized, like, all the stuff he wanted from his dad. He wanted to, like, learn to drive and talk and laugh and, and like... Play catch. Play catch and, and all this stuff. He, like, kind of plays back the events of the movie and is like, wait, all that stuff I did, I did with with my brother. Right. Like, with Barley. Barley is really my dad. Like, right, like my whole... Everything I've wanted in a dad, right. Barley has tried to do. He's been there my whole life. He's not perfect. He's not getting it great. But he is really honestly trying. Oh, my gosh. Barley's a good guy. Right, right. And honestly, he is. Like, this whole movie, you kind of realize mm-hmm. Barley's a kind of a Well, and there like... was this part on the boat. Yeah. When uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, like, I only have, like, four memories. And they're like, you always, you always told me you only had, like, three memories. He's like, do you have an extra memory of Dad that you didn't tell me about? And he's like, well, it's not my favorite. Uh, it's when Dad was really sick and dying, and he was hooked up to all these tubes, and he didn't look like himself. And they told me that I had to go in and say goodbye, and I didn't want to. So I didn't. 
Like, and like you so see I Ian so I like, didn't go in. Oh my like, gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, and uh, he's like, but I don't like it's not my favorite memory. So I he's like, and I decided after that I wasn't ever gonna be afraid of anything ever again. Yeah, which is why he's impulsive and brash. And <laughs> right, which is why idiot. he's not afraid of anything. <laughs> yeah, and so Ian's like, oh, mm-hmm. huh. Well, I need to get my, you know, like we need to figure out what's going on. And, like, the sun is setting. Like, the time is, the clock is right. going Right, they down. might only have, you know, ten minutes or whatever. So, um, Ian is able to kind of cast the spell that starts reforming Dad. Uh-huh. While he's then fighting the dragon. And he's like, Barley, you hang out with Dad. I'm going to take care of this situation. Right, I'll be there as soon as I can. As soon as I can. But you be with Dad. Yeah, like, you, you have to say goodbye. One of us has to be there. And you can't fight the dragon, but I can. So, you do this you did this for you and for me, and I'll do this for you. And right. so he fights the dragon. He ends up uh, kind of cutting, he blasts the hole. He's Well, he uses like the bridge spell. He uses, he uses the all of spell. his spells. He yes. uses the blast spell that he couldn't use earlier. He uses all the spells he's learned that Barley taught him mm-hmm. to take down the dragon. And eventually he picks up the sword and like shoots it into the dragon's core. With the accelerating uh, Yeah, with thing. the accelerating spell. And the dragon explodes, and he's trapped in the, behind in the this rubble wall of, of rubble. the dragon. And he can just kind of peek through, and as he's peeking through, he sees Dad form all the way. Mm-hmm. And he can, from a distance, see Barley talking to Dad, and the two of them kind of laugh a little bit, and mm-hmm. and they talk, and they have kind of this moment, and then like they hug. They have this like big hug, and then the dad disappears. And the dad disappears, like just moments. And you can tell Ian's crushed. Like, he's sad, but he's also like, we did it. Like, you know, it's a real mixed feeling for him. Mm-hmm. And and then Barley kind of comes over and helps him out. and Helps him out of the rubble. Helps him out of the rubble. And Ian's like, so so what did you guys talk about? He says, well, they had talked about how the, their dad probably was trying to be a wizard and wanted his own name or whatever. He's yeah, like, like, what would what your wizard it? name be? And he's like, he said it was like Wolford the Whimsy. Whimsical. Whimsical. And he's like, that's a horrible name. And he's like, I know, I told him that. And he said he, he agreed. He even laughed. <laughs> and he's like, what else did he say? He said, well, I told him about you and how you mm-hmm. made sure that I got to say goodbye. And he said that you were a really good guy. You and he's real proud, proud of like, of the you person you became. Become. And Ian goes, well, the person I've become is a lot because of you. And Barley goes, yeah, he said that too. And like, there's just this like amazingly poignant moment between the two of them. Right. It was very hey, cute. I cried. Oh, yeah. I was tearing up a bit. I was like, I'm still a little like, like oh, a little and like So much emotional manipulation, Pixar. I know, right? And so the two of them hug, and like, it's a great moment of the two of them. Like, and you're missed enough. I am, because Pixar is very emotionally manipulated. So, also, I'm very drunk. Yeah, also. And so, like, the mom shows up and is like, was, I saw him. Like... Yeah. You guys did it. Like, you guys worked together. Like, this is pretty amazing. Yeah. You're a wizard. Like, yeah. Like, there's this whole big thing of, like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Right. And so, you know, they they have a good moment kind of as a family. And also, Manticore's like, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like, bring it on. 
Did I? What did I miss? Because she kind of got knocked out in the early stages of the fight because she right, was right. a little rusty. But um, and then they kind of have a moment where they redo the initial narration about how magic has faded away. Right. But now we're finding it again, and there's still some magic left in the world, and it's kind of cool, and it kind of cuts in and you realize it's ian given the narration but he's like giving it as a presentation to a science class mm-hmm. and they're like somebody raises their hand he's like yeah he's like is that the magic you use to kind of destroy to, the put, to put the school back together yeah he's like yeah no, just put the school back together he said yeah yeah that's it after you destroyed it with the same magic he's like, he's like yes also yes also yes yes and you know there's this you know, and and then they go kind of back home, and um, mom is uh, getting ready to go out for the night with with the manicure. with Corey with manicore Corey. She's uh-huh. like, "We're having a ladies' night out," and she reaches into the like broom or closet, into the yeah. broom closet or the coat closet or whatever, and pulls out a fucking double-edged battle axe and, and throws like, it, over, it shoulder over her shoulder and like leaves the door, and everyone's like, "All right, cool, that's cool." Yeah, like. What I want to follow that story. What are they doing? Yes, and then, uh, and so uh, the cop dad or cop boyfriend's there, uh-huh. and he gets a page, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go, guys. You, you guys are going to be cool on your own, right? Don't get into any trouble." Uh-huh. And they're like, "But your your car's not here. How are you going to go?" He's like, "Us centaurs were born to run." And he takes his hat off, and he's got like Fabio. He's hair got Fabio hair, and yeah. like the ridiculous cop mustache. And our daughter just looks at me, he's like. Oh, that that was not good hair. <laughs> I was like, that's the point. And he takes off running as his hair streaming behind him. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, kind of this moment of like, yeah, uh, we found magic. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to figure out who we all are. Like, right. definitely all something cool is happening. Magic. And yeah, it's really kind of a neat cliffhanger into the next. I mean, it's not real cliffhanger. Like, I feel like it buttons up nicely. I wouldn't. Be like, I need a sequel, but it was cute. It was cute. Yeah, it worked out really well. It was a really, again, Pixar emotional manipulation right. in spades. Right, yes. But still really good. Like, yeah, like, I think the premise had a lot of promise. Certainly did. And the story ended up being pretty ordinary. Like... For, like, it was more a story about people than about magic. Indeed. Uh, Well, and I think that's kind of, I mean, we've talked about this before, how, like, sometimes the best stories, like, the best superhero movies aren't superhero movies. They're They're just other movies that have superheroes. Yeah, this wasn't a magic story. This was a road trip brothers becoming brothers. Right. Movie. With magic. With magic. You know, and if you can nail the heart of that story, the the window dressing is right. You know, whatever the MacGuffin is, we gotta get a Phoenix gem to reconstitute the other half of Dad. Right. That's just the the dressing on that. But if it's like we just gotta find where you know you know take Dad's ashes up to this mm-hmm. mountain together as as two brothers, you know, right. we could have that be the main story. The hijinks are different, but the the heart of the story is the same. Right. The heart of the story here was pretty solid and relatable and understandable. Yeah. And maybe not relatable, but... Yeah, I do wonder, since he wrote that um, spell... Yeah. He chose for that spell to, like, slowly reconstitute him from the feet up. I guess. If you were going to write a spell 
that would, like, reconstitute you slowly, wouldn't you start with your head? But then there would have been, like, a head in a jar, like a Matt Groening character from yeah, but, Futurama. But then you're like, whatever, we can talk. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, put me on a cart or something. We'll, like, I don't we'll have, have to go a, on a quest. Yeah, like, uh, good enough. Like, Right? But also, maybe you just end maybe up that's like, just and maybe that's just the way the Phoenix Gem, maybe like because if he didn't write the spell, if he found the spell, yeah, and this is just the way the spell works, and he's not like a good enough magician to or whatever well, from magic what I man of, to write his own spell. Yeah, from what I understand of Dungeons and Dragons, spells are often very plot convenient, right? Like the the limitations on them are very. You know, usually there because if they weren't limited, they would just be too perfect. Everybody would just spell all the time, all the yeah. spell, spell, spelly, spell, spell. But so I guess that's that. So, what did we learn from this film? What did we learn? Blood is thicker than magic. Sure. Maybe I don't know. Don't fuck with a manacore. <laughs> I mean that's that's true. Especially if she's voiced by uh, Octavia Spencer. Right. Like, right. Um. I don't know. Like I don't know what we learned. It's just a lot of like Yay, brother family. stuff. Yay family. Yeah, that's really the major core of it, I guess. But it was really. I mean, it hit it you over the head cute. very hard. Yeah. No, it was not subtle. No. Uh, and all three of my kids liked it, though. Yes, all three of my kids liked it. It was a lovely way to spend an afternoon if uh, mm-hmm. you know their rooms are clean and uh, you are like, let's get out of the house before we destroy it. If you're a big fan of D&D and emotional manipulation, right. you will love this film. Right. If you're a big fan of D&D and or emotional manipulation. And or, I would say. <laughs> yes. So, but it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah it was Good cute. job, Pixar. It was cute. Again, not doing great in the box office. I blame a lot of external features. This I mean, is yeah. also their first opening in the spring, like, or in the like late winter, early spring. Like March. They normally do summer, summer or Christmas. Uh, Thanksgiving tends to be their yeah. major... Um, yeah, so this is kind of an odd time for them. Yeah, it is a weird moment. But I did like it. Yeah. I could see this having like kind of a trickle release through the you know kind of spring break season. Right. To pick up a lot of kids on a you know Tuesday afternoon when oh my gosh I just need these critters out of my house, right? So I could see that happening. Maybe picking up some more, but I could also see it being on Disney Plus in like a month and a half, right? And just and then people are like it's Disney Plus it up, yeah, and like sixteen like additional episodes of like some sort of <laughs> miniseries. Truly, truly, the adventures of like Elf Mom and Manicore. Yeah, I want to see that. Ladies' nights where they have, like, Cosmopolitan, but also, like, axe throwing. Yes. Or, yeah, they uh, they go out to, like, a kind of seedy bar and just pick fights with, like... With, like, pixies. Pixies or, <laughs> like, ogres and trolls and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, so there's, like... Yeah. There's, I guess, lots of options. There's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a police procedural starring the... Ooh. Uh, starring the dad. Starring the dad. Or step... Or boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. Whatever he is. Yeah. So there's a lot of options. I think we could we could make a go of it. Mm-hmm. Hire I really, a new Pixar. I really want to see like Barley go out on his own and like do a thing. You know, he does make a new van. Yeah. But other than that, like he's just, he's not a dynamic character. 
thing. No. Like, you can't live in your mom's basement and renovate well, thing, Guinevere think, Vans forever. I think like, the point of him not being a dynamic character is that he was actually he was already great. very emotionally developed before mm-hmm. the movie start. But I would like to see him, like, come into his own. Yeah. And, like... For like Ian to be like, you know what? Like, don't successful. worry about me. Worry about you. Like, yeah, I'm I, okay. I'm okay. You did a good job of getting me to where I need to be. Yeah, and I understand. Like, you essentially put your life on hold to do that. But like, like now it's time for you to flourish on your own. Maybe like, you can go to you community can, college. You can go, you can go to college. Like, <laughs> like you can. <laughs> you appear to be pretty good at mechanical stuff, so maybe right. that's a calling. Right. Like maybe you can figure out your life now. Yeah, yeah that'd be good, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure Pixar has like plans for an entire universe. Mean maybe. I mean, they've never been back to Bugs Life, so who knows? <sighs> Bugs Life was fucking terrible. <laughs> there. So. And on that note, I think it's probably time for us to go. Yeah, probably. So, um, all of you out there, uh, please do me a favor and please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.